This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 359, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 23rd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 359. It's our Comic Reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, March 23rd. Let's just jump right in. Um, So there's a lot of comics that came out last week. Uh, It's actually, I guess, one of those rare uh, five-week months in terms of Wednesday releases. Um, I didn't get a chance to read everything. In fact, I actually didn't get a chance to read much with the long weekend and everything. You'd think I would have been able to read more, but unfortunately, that was not the case. So some of the highlights that I did not get a chance to get to include the big Batman number 50, the second last issue of Batman and Robin Eternal. I think I'm a couple issues behind on that one. A uh, new issue of Grayson, of Jacked, of Secret Six, of Superman, Lois, and Clark. I got halfway through, haven't finished it yet, but I am enjoying it. A uh, new issue of Teen Titans, We Are Robin, Wonder Woman, uh, Snowfall, All New Hawkeye, Angela, Queen of Hell, which I believe is the second last issue. Uh, Carnage, I'm excited to read that. Uh, Contest of Champions, Hyperion number one, Illuminati number five. Already, it's the third issue of The Infinity Entity. I've only read the first issue. A new issue of New Avengers as part of the standoff crossover. Obi-Wan and Anakin, number three. Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat, number four. Star Wars, 17. I think I'm halfway through that as well. Ultimates, number five. Venom Space Knight, number five. And X-Men, the worst X-Men ever, number two. So, with all that being said, what the hell did I read this past week? Uh, It's only six comics, so it's going to be a pretty short podcast. First up, we got all new, all different Avengers. I really dug this. I thought it was a really good issue. I will say, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on the topic, you can go over to superiorspidertalk.com and check out my review that I wrote there. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Very solid read. Mark Wade continues to really show why he's such a good writer on this book. Um, He's able to manage plot and character in equal balance. Um, You get a lot of good characterization here specifically. There's only a couple pages devoted to Jane Foster and Sam Wilson, but it feels like so much more uh, because it's impactful and actually means something. Um, And then the Vision and Miss Marvel have a nice moment as well. And then we kind of jump into the more plot-heavy aspect of the issue as we dovetail into where the last issue of Uncanny Avengers ended, and we go a little bit further than that ended um and kind of sets up an interesting ending as well i'm interested too because the other standoff books seem to be going in a slightly different direction where it's more about the breakout that's happening and less about kobik and being repurposed into also being kind of created into denizens of um of pleasant hill so it's interesting um our work by adam hubert is fantastic eight and a half out of ten all the way uh, next up is deathstroke this is issue number 16 um i'm enjoying the storyline i mean on the one hand, it's very much, you know, let's go fight everyone. Let's have Deathstroke go up against all these different people. And this issue we have him going up against um, Red Hood. But it's an enjoyable fight. Uh, I'm enjoying the artwork. I mean, it's it's over the top, but it's, you know, well done. Uh, over the top artwork, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, it's, you know, it's by Paolo Pantalena. Um, very kind of stylized in terms of, you know, all the different... Like, if you look at... It's hard to describe it, but if you were to look at any of the pages here, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about in terms of, you know, the musculature, and it's it's exaggerated, but it kind of works for this kind of a book. Um, and it's cool to kind of see Destro getting closer and closer to the end of this kind of storyline, um, as he's, you know, it looks like he's finally found Rose, but it's not quite what he expected. Um, I'm going to give it a, a solid 7 out of 10. I think it's a, it continues to be an enjoyable read, and uh, it's kind of a... Um, it feels like a chocolate bar. Um, you know, it's it's not got the greatest story, but it tastes good. 
Um, it's got empty calories, and sometimes that's all you want from your comics. Like they don't all need to be telling heady, important stories and go, going deep into the characterizations of the characters. Sometimes it's okay to have a comic, especially specifically a character like Deathstroke. I think is well suited to this, where it's just kind of fun action. Um, you know, you have a story, but it's. It's not paramount. It's about showing cool action sequences and good art, and it kind of settles into that nice, um, familiar tone. Um, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, next up is Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Unfortunately, this is the last issue. Um, I love that cover with, uh, was it Ergo or Orgo? Sorry. Um, I really dug this. It's by Frank J. Barbier. He's the writer. We've got Brett Schoonover on art. Um, it's just a fun, silly book. Um, so the Howling Commandos go to rescue Orgo uh, from Kobik and where he's been taken in Pleasant Hill. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Uh, Orgo is just such a fun character to read about. I'm sad that this book didn't get didn't last that long, but it's a fun kind of miniseries if you read it that way. Um, I hope that they show up somewhere else because I just think there was so much they could do with these characters, and we're in the process of doing like the way that you know you have. Everything that's going on with Dugan being a you know a, a cyborg or not even a cyborg a robot basically with the, the consciousness consciousness of Dugan you got you know like a, were, a werewolf you got um, the zombie uh, Sitwell you got Teen Abomination I just think it was an interesting eclectic group of characters and I'm sad that we won't get to see more of them uh, I don't know if a lot of people gave this book a shot I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten it was a it was a nice fun issue it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, next up is a book I've been waiting for for a while, uh, Clause Number 4. Um, this is by Grant Morrison, artwork by Dan Mora. It remains a really enjoyable read. Is it as strong as some of the previous issues had been? No. Um, the writing isn't as strong. Well, maybe I'm a little too harsh on it, though, because there's still a lot, good, a lot of good going on here. And the art is just fantastic. And we get more of a sense of really kind of what's going on here and the hit, the secret history of some of these characters. And we get to learn more about Claus. Um, and, you know, his his history is very interesting. Dan Mora's artwork remains, I think, for me, the, the major highlight. I just think it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, his artwork is just fantastic. I'm going to give the issue an 8 out of 10. Um if the story had been a little stronger, a little bit more enjoyable, it was still good, but I don't want you to think it was bad, but the artwork is just so good, and then the art doesn't feel like it quite matches up to how brilliant the artwork is. Um, but uh, still a solid, eh, let's call it an 8.5 out of 10. It was, it was still good, very good. Uh, next up is Totally Awesome Hulk number 4. I love this book. It's so much fun. Um, this is written by Greg Pak, artwork by Frank Cho. Um... It remains a very enjoyable, engaging storyline. I wish we were getting to see more of what exactly happens uh, with Banner in the past, although we're getting more and more glimpses of exactly how it goes down. Um, but yeah, this this is just fast-paced. It's fun. Um, I love reading about Amadeus Cho and how he's handling being a Hulk and his interactions with She-Hulk and everything. Like, I think it, it's just a very good book. I think of all the books I read this week, I don't think any of them was bad. I think the quote-unquote worst book I read this week in terms of the overall ratings I'm going to give them is Deathstroke, and that was still a 7. So I read six comics, and they were all enjoyable. Uh, last but not least is Uncanny X-Men number 5. This is by Colin Bunn and Greg Land. I really, really enjoy this. Like, there's three X-Books, and two of them are so good and so different, and I have to give them credit. All three X-Books are so different from each other, and that's that's really nice to in this day and age that... You know, you had two, three different X-Men books and three different Avengers books, and they're all very different from each other. Um, there was a time when, you know, you would just get many different 
iterations, but they were all very similar in tone and feel. But that is not the case here. In fact, they're quite different. And this book, uh, I like how... You know, they're going up against the Dark Riders. It's almost a little too easy how they're taken out, but I can kind of let it go. The destruction of Genosha is kind of badass. Um, the fact that they kind of show that there is con- connection with the Extraordinary X-Men when um, uh, Psylocke visits Storm was kind of interesting as well. And they bring Triage to where he's probably safer at Haven. Um, we get to see uh, where the Uncanny X-Men are actually headquartered now, which is in the Savage Land. And I'm excited to kind of see what happens with the next issue with Magneto confronting Phantom X and Mystique. This is great. Um, the artwork by Greg Land actually is working here. Sometimes it's stiff in certain comics where it's not the best fit. Here I think it is a good fit, and I'm really enjoying it. So I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, that's it for this week, because I didn't have a chance to read a lot. But if we look at upcoming week, uh, the upcoming week, or this is this episode's probably kind of come out on the 29th. So basically, comics that are coming out tomorrow, uh, there's not actually not a lot. Uh, I guess it's because it is a fifth week. Um, there's the 10th uh, issue of Fight Club 2 uh, from DC. There's Aquaman 50, which is a $5 book. We got Batman and Robin Eternal, which is a $4 book, which is a dollar more than usual because it's the last issue. New issue of Justice League of America. Uh, we got the first trade paperback of Red Hood and Arsenal. Uh, we got the Superman Batman third trade paperback. We got the We Are Robin first trade paperback. The World's Funnest trade paperback. At IDW, there's a new issue of Back to the Future. That's issue number six. Gem and the Holograms 13. Um, Godzilla Oblivion number one. Uh, TMNT Deviations one shot. Um, then over at Image, we've got East of West uh, trade paperback volume five. I'm so behind. I haven't read anything since I think the first trade. Um, we got Postal number 11, Revival number 38, Saga. God, I'm so behind on this. Like, I think I last read the, maybe the third trade, and I think there's five, almost six now. Uh, the 25th trade paperback of Walking Dead is coming out. Uh, let's see. Looking over at Marvel, we've got A-Force Presents trade paperback volume four. The all-new, all-different Marvel Universe. I'm not even sure what that is, but it's $5. All-new X-Men number seven. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1.4. God, I'm really not liking this book. It's terrible. Uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. But I'm already buying it. I've already bought 1.2, 1.3, 1.1. I kind of have to keep going, but I, I don't know why I have to keep going, but I feel like I just have to, but it's not good. Uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson, number seven, which is part of Standoff, and I think it's also part of the anniversary celebration for Cap, because it's a $6 book, and that seems a little odd for a seventh issue. Uh, some old uh, books are back in new printings. We've got Civil War House of M, Civil War Peter Parker Spider-Man, and Civil War Punisher War Journal. Those are all new printings. They seem a little steep for um, you know these new printings. Uh, the House of M one, Civil War House of M, is... Uh, only 17 bucks in U.S., and then the other two I mentioned are 25 It seems a little a little whack. Uh, new issues of Daredevil, Darth Vader, Drax, Hercules. I love Hercules. It's so good. Uh, a new Iron Man epic collection called The Duel of Iron. Uh, we got uh, Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. We got the sixth Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collection trade paperback coming out. I'm impressed they're still going with that. I think I only have the first one. Uh, and then we have Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number six and Uncanny and Humans volume one. Um, and then X-Men 92, number one. So that's everything coming out, or not everything, but that's a selection of some of the books coming out uh, basically on the 30th of March. So thank you for joining me for this uh, shorter episode, because we only had six uh, comics to talk about today. Our next episode, episode 360, will be our conversation with Dennis Hopeless, um, which will be a, an exciting one. Uh, I haven't actually done the interview yet, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be exciting. 
And I think episode 362 will probably be our Christos Gage episode as well. If you want us to hear what we had to say, and by we, I mean myself and guest Chris Lucas had to say about Batman v Superman, you can check out, check out episode 358, which came online a few days ago as we talk about that movie for about 40 minutes, which is probably more than either of us really wanted to talk about it for. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.